Hello and welcome to the Movie Lab, the show where we talk about movies and games and all good things that we love. I'm Michael and sitting across from me, as always, is Damien. Hello. Damien, how have you been? I've been alright, how have you been? Yeah, very good. Uh, we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. Which, which uh, for those who don't know, is the you know the end game, the culminate, culmination of about, what is it, 13 Who years? wouldn't know that? Yeah, I know, but... Still, it's, you know, a long time coming since what started in 2008. Yeah, so it's about 10 years. With, 2008? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's when... Um, Iron Man? Iron Man and then The Incredible Hulk both came out those years. And Thor. It's been a very, very long time. Yeah. We're just going to have a spoiler discussion. We spoke about it just before we started recording. recording. Uh, to, to not speak about spoilers for this film would be to only speak about the first 10 minutes or so. Yeah, and it'd be, we'd have to be incredibly vague. Like, if we said why we liked it, I think it'd be hard to convey without going into some of the you know deep spoilers that happen within the film. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, spoiler warning. I mean, I'm going to put a spoiler warning in the title of the episode. But, yeah, spoiler warning. If you haven't seen it or you don't care... Um, no, sorry. If you haven't seen it... Yeah, if you haven't seen it, don't listen. If you don't care or you have seen it, then listen on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, okay. where should we start? So sorted that out. Well, okay. First of all, I think they did a really good job of hiding the plot of this film. Yeah, <laughs> the, the trailer basically gives away nothing. Yeah, um, I was uh, to- I was mentioning this before. How like after about the first ten or so minutes of the film, I was like, I didn't actually know really what to expect. Yeah, I realized I was like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah, I just assumed. Well, what, what did we learn from the trailer? They were going back to fight Thanos. Yeah. That's pretty and much it. Ant Man was going to be there, Ant-Man and Captain was, Marvel was going to be there. That's really yeah, and all Hawkeye. We, yeah, and that's pretty much all we really got. That's pretty much all like, we really Hawkeye got. Hawkeye wasn't in Infinity War, was he? That's right. No, but um, we see. Well, it picks up right after where the other one left off, doesn't it? Or, yeah. or fairly, fairly like, soon after the pretty other one soon after. Ended. Yeah, and um, and they head into space, and they meet up with Captain Marvel, yeah. and they're going to stop Thanos, and uh, they find out straight away that the gauntlets and the stones have been destroyed. He's, he's destroyed them some. He used the stones to See destroy them. Yeah. And then Thor kills Thanos. He just cuts his head off. He cuts his head off, and he's just like, oh, okay, yeah. well... I went for the head. <laughs> and that, that, at that moment, I thought to myself, well, everyone thought, Okay, I have no idea what's yeah. going to happen next. And it was I, a really exciting feeling because I feel like so many trailers just give away way too much. And this was uh, the total opposite of that. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, that's, it was just so like surprising. And there's a lot of things like that when I think when people say don't spoil or whatever, I think it's those kind of things. Not so much the big kind of you know, things that happen in the later part of the film. It's those just kind of the, the story beats themselves. Yeah. Because those are the things I weren't, wasn't really expecting. Like, I expected certain characters to die or whatever. Yeah. But, so like, how I. the actual plot played out was what I was not expecting. All I expected was that they'd confront Thanos again and there'd be a big battle. And that's yeah. about as much as my expectations were. And I, you know, I didn't th- probably didn't think about it too much uh, outside of that. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, and, and then... It cuts to five years later. Yeah, and they, that's a big jump. Yeah, and again, I'm like, wow, I have no idea what's going to happen now. <laughs> but you know what? It, that What's really good about that is because one thing about Thanos um, is that because he's kind of the end of the line when it comes to big Marvel villains. So this had to have impact, and we can see that it's had a massive impact. Like, he defeated them. Like, he won. Yeah, he like. <laughs> And it's five years, and they still haven't thought of a solution, or. Well, I mean, they killed him, but yeah. they haven't been able it, to. It seems the solution back. is just. 
we're just going to keep on living. We can't yeah. really fix it. Yeah, so I love that. And then we see every character after five years, and most of them are in a, a pretty bad state, particularly Thor, Yeah, who is uh, terribly overweight and... and a drunk. Yeah, that was really unexpected. That was very unexpected. And what was probably more unexpected is that that's him for the rest of the film. He yeah. never actually gets back into shape. Which, I mean, I don't really... I mean, I don't know how he would. He'd have to have a little training montage. But yeah. I just assume that somehow they'd get him back to looking how he was. But yeah. he spends the rest of the movie as a big fat slob. And even in the battle at the end, he's a big fat slob. Yeah. Although he did do his beard, beard up a bit. So he, yeah, that's that weird. He got struck it. by lightning and his beard got braided. I don't know yeah. how that... I think it's always been a thing with Thor. Just when he gets the lightning, he like makes his appearance look a bit nicer. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was weird. Yeah, so. and yeah, uh, Tony had a kid. Tony yeah. had a kid, yeah. That was a kind of a big one, which... Um, it's actually pretty important, I'd say, to his character in this film. Yeah. And you you actually see a lot of those big character changes over the arc of this film. And, you know, you have Cap who, in typical Cap fashion, he's trying to help people get through everything yeah. still, you know? He's always a helper till the end. He's my favourite. Yeah, I think I a Captain lot of people America. love Captain America. Yeah, he's got the best solo films as well. The best solo film series. Every Captain America film is good. Yeah. I can't say the same for Iron Man or Thor or any of the others, really, but yeah. every single Captain America movie has been really good. Yeah. But then, yeah, so then after that, you know, you have this um, Scott Lang came back, comes back, Ant-Man, and Ant-Man, he, yep. he kind of comes up with this plan, you know, what if we go back in time? Yeah, and, time travel. Like, that's the thing. Like, a friend of mine mentioned time travel the night before it came. I said, where did you hear that? That doesn't sound like something they would do. And then they did it. Yeah. So maybe there was something that gave that away in some trailer, but... Obviously, I missed it, which I'm I glad I did. I didn't see that coming at all. Well, yeah. they hid that. Um, I don't know. It was... As soon as they mentioned time travel, I thought, here we go. This is going to open up so many different paradoxes. And yeah. Right then and there, I thought to myself, okay, I'm just not going to nitpick here because I'm yeah. sure there's so much you can nitpick. And I haven't really thought about it, but I bet you can go back and find all these different paradoxes and oh, areas definitely. where it doesn't make sense. But I remember the one thing I was saying, I was like... Just like do it like how Dragon Ball Z did it, and this is pretty much what they did. Where it's if you go back in time, you create an alternate timeline because yeah. that's way less confusing in like every conceivable way. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, because then otherwise you don't have to worry about like. Oh, think of Dragon Ball Z when when yeah they did, but that no, no you're right. Yeah. That that's exactly yeah. how Dragon Ball Z did it, but I didn't think of that yeah. at the time. Yeah, but that's way easier to follow as an audience member, and it does kind of close off a lot of those paradoxes and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So then, what did you think of that time travel kind of plot? I thought it was okay. It wasn't what I was expecting. Um, yeah, look, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner. At the yeah. End of Infinity Wars. Like, how the hell are they going to get out of that? And then, right after Thanos is dead and, um, and the stones are gone, I don't know how many other options there are left. I mean, they can always invent something, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. It, 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 it worked out fine. I think it really helped kind of set up what I think the big thing in a lot of this film was, was just like a lot of fan service. Yeah, like if was you, so much If you service. liked Marvel films, like th- you have to see this film. Like, yeah, yeah. There's like references to so much stuff throughout it. Like that's part of kind of the fun is like trying to pick them out. Like Cap going to his past self going, I can do this all day. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> There's, I, you know, I thought of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I don't know if you know the plot to that, but that uh, involves vaguely. a lot of time travel and it just absolutely ruins it. It's, uh, it's a really shocking device and it kind of uh, cheapens the, uh, the plot. It, it kind of cheapens a lot of the main events in the, in, the, in the series. And I was a little worried that this might 
do that a bit, but I didn't ever really felt that it got to that point. It was just sort of fun when they went back to the first Avengers film. Yeah, and like when he's in the elevator and you think it's going to redo like the Winter Soldier fight, yeah. but then he just gives him the Hail Hydra. Like that's such a great moment. That was a great moment. Yeah, there were a lot of really cool throwbacks like that, and and you know similarly when they uh, go back to I think the the where the first Guardians of Galaxy movie. Oh yeah, the um, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, and they um they see Chris Pratt, Star Lord. Is yeah, that name? Uh, Peter Quill. 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 Okay. Yeah, Quill. Um, he's dancing around. Yeah, <laughs> and crazy. he kind of like when it cuts out and it doesn't have the music playing, you just hear him singing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The movie was like, you know, I, I'd always sort of had a bit of an issue with a lot of the humor in the in these Marvel films, and I, I felt like a lot of the time they the, the, the jokes felt kind of shoehorned in and. It always was taking away. It always cheapened everything. Yeah, and you, there was a bit of that in this, but I feel bit, yeah. I feel like it wasn't as bad because I feel like in I a feel sense, like gotten a lot better at it. Yeah, and like I think what it helps a lot of the time. A lot of it is like character jokes, like it's jokes about the characters. It's not like just something offhand. Like it feels like this is a joke relating to said character. Yeah, yeah, and they never spoiled the really big moments. Like it wasn't like a, you know, um, it. it like it wasn't as if we got to Thanos at the end and then just before he dies there's some stupid joke or, or yeah. you know, something that totally kills the tension and takes you out of the film. No, nothing like that. So I thought all the humour was really well used. Um, yeah. So. And there was also a really good mix of like some serious moments in there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like a lot of those people trying to like get over what happened with Thanos. And then you have like those great character moments like Tony when he's back in the 70s and he talks to his dad. Yeah. And he gets kind of like that closure that he never got to have. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Captain America had a similar sort of scene, although it wasn't quite as in-depth, where he sees... What was the name of his... Uh, Peggy. Peggy. I thought it was Peggy. Um, where he sees Peggy through the office window. Yeah. And you can sort of see that that, that that might come to a close, or they might go full circle with that. Like, they brought that back up again. Like, Peggy, I don't think it'd been mentioned for a few movies. So. No, I think the last movie she was in was um, Civil War. Uh, that might be right. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. she did have a TV series. Okay. Yeah. Really? I think so. Yeah, there was. He had a TV series, and yeah. she was the main character. Yeah, it was like two seasons. I think. Was that Agents of Shield? No, no, no. It was. It was completely separate show. Wow. What was that called? It was. Like, it might have been called like Special Agent Peggy Carter or whatever. Gosh. Yeah. That sounds really boring. Apparently, it was okay. It was all right. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I can't say. But people who have seen it said they liked it. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, I thought, okay, what did you think of... Was there a, a moment at all in which you thought the movie was going a bit slow? Um, yes and no. It's like, there's kind of this, I think, particularly at the start of the film, in the first act, there's like a few pacing issues. Yeah. Mostly to do with the fact that like, you have to cover a lot of ground really quick. Like, it's a three-hour movie and they really do use up those three hours. Yeah. Like, especially when they're trying to, like, reassemble the Avengers, it feels really kind of just, like, fast-tracked. Like, when they go to get Thor, it's, um, you know, you see him for the first time, he's come this big slob, and he's obviously, you know, has a lot of issues. But then they just kind of, like, go, oh, there's beer. And he's like, okay, I'll come. Even though it seems like all of his issues, it's like, we can't really go into it now, so we'll just have him come along. Yeah. Those kind of issues, I think, came up a lot, especially in the first act. Yeah, I agree. I think they... Were not as bad as the film went on, though. Yeah, I gotta say, if there was one point of this film which I wasn't too happy with, it, it probably was everything surrounding Thor. I just found, I found, <laughs> I, it was just a bit disappointing seeing him 
like you know yeah roll just, around as this big lazy slob. He and just kind of became comic relief. Yeah, and he was kind of he was kind of pathetic. Like yeah. when he went to um, back to Asgard back in time, um, and he couldn't he couldn't steal the stone because he was too afraid that he. What was he even afraid of? That he'd bump into someone, or and like he didn't want to see his mother again, and like yeah, those things so could actually, and those could be like really good, impactful character moments. But because he's just like this comic relief, it just like becomes kind of sad. Yeah, it kind of cheapened him a bit. Yeah. That's Especially, probably, it's not a, it's look, it's not a huge deal in a really great epic movie with a lot going on. And I think, most but if of you're it like a great. big like fan of Thor, especially like Thor Ragnarok, which did a lot for his character, I think, yeah. I think you'd be a bit disappointed. by Yeah, I, I agree. So I think if there's one. Uh, obviously bad point about the film. I'd say most of it centers around Thor. I, I really liked uh, uh, the Hulk, Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Um, him. That's something, another thing I didn't oh, yeah. see, <laughs> that he's just the Hulk now and he yeah. can control it and he's basically um, Bruce Banner. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's one of those things. It comes five years later and it's just, that's what's happened in that time. Yeah. And I'm yeah. glad they don't spend too much time delving into that, although they probably should, but like you didn't, like I guess you didn't really need to. No, you didn't need to. And I, I like that. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Um, so there is a lot of... Like, speaking of something similar for where his character gets kind of cheapened, there is, this is kind of skipping ahead a bit, but I wanted to bring it up now. It's just um, with like Peter Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. you know, Star-Lord. You know, in, did you see the second Guardians of the Galaxy? I did, yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of like set up in that film about like his relationship with Gamora. That kind of, and it's been going on for the first two films, and like it seemed like it was really going somewhere, and now it's just kind of gone after this film because Gamora from his time, I assume, just dead. Yeah, and like I'm kind of worried about what that means for like the next Guardian film. Yeah, I, I felt the same. Um, so obviously, there's a Gamora now again in this timeline, and you know the next one is going to be about them sort of rekindling that. Yeah, but it's like it's like just, I, I we I have to retread all that, that ground yeah, again. Yeah, well, look, like, we don't know what they're going to do. This yeah, this true. film should be proof that you know to it's not always not, obvious. Yeah, it's and not I hope obvious. they do do something more than just them like finding each other again because yeah, it's yeah. like. We've already had two movies dedicated to that. And it's going to be that annoying thing where, you know, you just feel frustrated at her because she just won't see... Yeah. Or she just won't... Like, it's going to be all the resistance is going to be coming from her, yeah. not him. So, And it's yeah. like... Well, let's not complain be, about a movie yeah, that hasn't happened yet. It's so. just, that's like just one of those implications yeah. of some of the things from this film. Yeah, but look, I think... Let, let's talk about the battle at the end. Yeah. Now, look, I prefer, to be honest, uh, I'll start off on a negative. I actually preferred the battle um, at, uh, what's, what's the Black Panther place called? Wakanda. Wakanda. I preferred that one a bit better, but that's not saying this one it wasn't, wasn't any good. It was awesome. I mean, the... This the, one, I think, had a very different tone to it. The, well, the first battle within the battle was Thanos and the main Avengers, the um, uh, Captain America and Iron Man and, and, and Thor, and that was pretty cool, and it was really cool seeing Captain America pick up... Thor's hammer, which yeah. they had um, sort of teased that in, in Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, yes. And, you know, and Thor has a movie, he's like, I knew it. And it's like, did your, what, how did your theatre react to when he first grabs it? They didn't really react. I had a much quieter theatre. I saw it on, because you saw it on opening night, didn't you? I saw it opening day, but my theatre wasn't too full because it was about 3pm session. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. um, I'm surprised you got a theatre that wasn't too full. When yeah, I was, was booking online, because uh, initially I was going to see it Saturday night, but... 
um, which was last night at time of recording, and uh, everything was sold out apart from you know the first row or something, uh, and that was at, at at Hoyts at Chadston, which is where I usually go, and at Village as well. So I saw it. That's why I saw it at ten thirty a.m. this morning. So my theatre was fairly packed, but it wasn't it wasn't that opening day sort of yeah. theatre. Mine actually wasn't too loud, except for that one moment where he picks up the hammer. It just all there's like the grasps and they're like oh. Like yeah. that was that was a pretty cool thing. I think that's one of the advantages to seeing that this kind of film in theaters when it has that much like kind of fan service to it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of sometimes I like it and sometimes I don't. It yeah. depends what mood I'm in to be honest or how I'm into the film. Like I've seen most of the Star Wars films on opening night or a midnight showing and you do get a lot of that and I always just find it kind of annoying, yeah. but then I'm not a big Star Wars guy so maybe I don't appreciate it, but with this one my my I didn't really expect my theater would um, be that kind of theatre but yeah uh, my, mine was pretty silent so did, was there a lot of cheering throughout not really that was like the only real big audible time there was a few like laughs at the jokes and whatnot. yeah and then but that was about it and I I was pretty fine with that because it can get a bit overwhelming at times I remember I saw the first Avengers opening day and I remember people clapped at the end yeah. I was like mm, alright you yeah. can have your moment. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not too bad. People, like, get really upset about that. It was like, people clap at the end. It's so stupid. I was like, I guess. Oh, it's like on. You can't be that much of a sad uh, People really are. It's like, well, they're not even here to hear it. Like, you're just showing excitement. Like, no. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. back the to battle. The, the battle. Yes. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was... It was about as epic as it needed to be. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the moment when all the all the um, guys that had previously vanished came back through the Doctor yeah. Strange little portals. They, they, and you just hear the um, Falcon go, you know, on your left, which is, again, a bit of yeah. a callback to an earlier moment. Uh, what earlier moment was That's that? That's from um, Winter Soldier when Cap's running around, and every time he passes him, he goes, on your left. Oh, okay. I don't remember yeah. that at all. Oh, that's such a good film. You know, yeah. this, this movie made me want to go back and watch a lot of the old Marvel Yeah, me films. too. Anyway, um, but, yeah. but the thing I really liked about this battle is how it like it felt like a kid was playing with these toys. I mean that in the best <laughs> way possible. Because it's just yeah. like how fluid a lot of stuff is. Where like, especially when after everyone shows back up, how it goes from like character to character. Just yeah. like going like, like a kid just moving through all his toys playing with them hitting them into each other like that's the kind of feeling i got out of it yeah i agree but i i guess it didn't feel like the reason i would say if i'm comparing it to the battle in wakanda that one felt like it flowed a lot more it was more about the battle this one kind of it felt like every character had to have a moment and that kind of uh that that it just, made it a lot busier. It did make it a lot busier, and I felt it didn't flow as well. But yeah. it's, it's a small criticism. I, I did enjoy it, and it was it was as epic as it needed to and be. Like, it couldn't not have all those moments. Uh, every yeah, character. I'm glad yeah. all those characters had their moments. Yeah. I will so. say there is actually though, you're talking about like how fluid it is. Individual like mo- movements within it though, I felt were really cool and fluid. Like Cap throwing the hammer at his shield and it yeah. bouncing off. Like that's really just cool and fluid how it works. Or um. Thanos going from headbutting Captain Marvel to like nothing to him immediately just pulling out the power stone punching her. Yeah. Like it just happened so fast and so fluid. It just felt really cool Speaking to watch that of, happen. Um, I feel like I'm pointing out all the bad things that I didn't like <laughs> in the movie that I loved, but geez, Captain Marvel. I mean, you didn't see that film, did you? No. I thought, I was like, oh, am I going to miss much by it? I say, if there's any film you should probably watch before this one, it'd probably be like Ant Man 2. Because I feel like that probably had the biggest impact on the main plot of it. I would say Infinity War. I mean, that too. <laughs> but, like, I would assume you probably saw Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, gosh, Captain Marvel. Look, I'm sure 
her next film will be good, but just for now, I find her to be a very boring character. Uh, and Brie Larson in the role is just as bland as anything. I I don't know. I I I can't. I cannot for that character. But uh, but I, I don't want to focus on that. This was actually. Um, I think all in all, this was. It was not what I expected, both plot wise and tonally, because Infinity Wars was a really fast-paced action film yeah. and it was just there was constantly drama going on. This one had a much somber start and much slower I, start. Even like that cold opening with yeah. um, Hawkeye and his family like that's a really like dark way to start. Yeah, yeah. This was film. um so yeah, it had a much different feel about it, but I, I like them both. They both kind of complement each other. So I thought it was uh, a really good ending, a really great way to cap off a lot of these characters and um, a really good way to cap off that well, it's not the the Marvel series and the universe will continue on. Yeah, but at least these first three phases have been mainly about the what yeah. Thor, Captain America, yeah. Iron Man. I think those it's ones. dubbed the Infinity Saga. Yeah, the Infinity Saga. There you yeah. go. Okay, that's a good way to put it. That that's all come to a close now. I think it capped it off really, really well. So I I really like the film. Um, I'd say it's one of the better Marvel films. How how do you feel about the endings for some characters? Like you had, like who's who died permanently from this film? We had Black Widow. Black Widow had a good Iron ending. Iron Man, and I guess Captain America, he's not dead, but he's retired. Retired. Yeah, yeah. that's a good way to finish off Captain America. Yeah, and he hands off you know, his shield. Cause oh, that, to that, Hawk. I mean, that, to, that what's his from name? The, Falcon. That's from the comics. That is happened, it? Yeah, they happened a few years ago. I don't know if that run is I still thought, going on. I thought in the comics, uh, the Winter Soldier becomes the I new think, Iron Man. I think they... Captain America, you mean? Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah. think they've both had it, but the most recent one was to Falcon. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, I don't. Will we see Falcon as the new Captain America, or will know. that just not? I, I don't think they'll make a standalone. No, Captain surely America not. Film no, I, I think that's that'd be weird. Yeah, I think it was just be like, oh, he's Captain America now, but we just yeah. never see him again. I will see him, and may, I don't know who knows. But that's the thing. I like you were saying. You never really. I guess it's hard to expect what to come. Yeah, next. yeah, yeah. And you uh, know, Iron Man. I thought actually, I'm actually pretty happy with how. They handled his character. In this. Yeah, so am I. Like, yep. you know, um, I think someone pointed out, like, in the first Avengers film, Cap says, like, you know, you're not exactly someone to try and make a sacrificial kind of play when that is end up, what's happening, ends up sacrificing himself. And he does, it really does finish off his character, though. It like, does. his whole arc, you know, how he became a father. And, like, you know, he's also that father figure to Peter. And, you know, he kind of, and by having that talk with his own father, it kind of helps give him a lot of closure as a character. And it feels like, there isn't really anything else you can do with him now. And so it's a perfect send-off to him. Yeah, I agree. And what about Bruce Banner, Hulk? Um, yeah, like that seems like the logical conclusion of where that character would go. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy with that. And, you know, this sets up for other things. You know, this Spider-Man film coming out yep. soon. Like next year, I think? Uh, yeah, This year. Yeah, really? Spider-Man International. I'm pretty sure it's this year. Okay. And Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. playing Mysterio. I, I think that's this year. Uh, and then, yep. you know, there's Guardians of the Galaxy 3, eventually. Yeah, James Gunn's directing that, yep. isn't he? Um, yep. What else is there? I think, but yeah, I think there's a lot of good setups for how it goes forward. And I don't think they'll ever be able to, you know, have anything this epic again. And I kind of hope they don't. I think maybe just kind of go back to them all doing their own thing. In yeah, a way. I agree. I think that would be a good place for it to go. So, are the Avengers done? Are there no more Avengers? Or are there going to be new Avengers? I guess. I mean, there's kind of new Avengers-ish, but they're not really... Uh, I don't think we'll ever kind of get that same kind of feeling again. Well, who would it be now? I mean, it's Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Strange. Captain Marvel, Ooh. 
Black Panther, I guess. Yeah, Black Panther. But he's Panther. like he's in Wakanda doing his own thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the main ones are all gone. Yeah. I mean, Thor's going off with Guardians of the Galaxy now. Is is he actually going to do that? I don't know because it looked like maybe he's just going to drop. There's going to be something. another Guardians film. Yeah, and I'll be surprised if if Chris isn't Hemsworth isn't it. his contract up. The way that the credits end with the signature and everything, I just felt as if that was them saying these guys were all done. Yeah, I mean that was yeah. I don't. Know, I guess we'll see. But I do hope they just do more kind of standard standalone films. Yeah, where they're less about the wider cinematic universe. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, they could do that for a while. Yeah, yeah. but we'll see. I'm interested to see more Spider-Man. I was. I actually finally watched um Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good film. It is a good film. Um. Actually, I'll talk about it a bit later, if we want, but because um, we have some more Spider-Man stuff to talk. But anyway, how? What would your final thoughts on this film? Um, oh, pretty much what I said before. I think it's a really good ending to a really good series, and uh, if you, I, yeah, I, I, what, I think what I liked about it was well, the level of action was great. The action's come a long way, actually. I went, I saw, I watched a few scenes from the original Avengers film. And uh, gosh, the action in that is still good, but it looks a bit tame in comparison yeah. to what we get now. Like they really have stepped it up in yeah, these last few films it up in a massive, massive way. It's much more fast-paced, and they hit harder, or feels like they hit harder. So yeah, I think this has been a great series, and it was a really good way to cap it off. I don't feel like with Infinity Wars, I saw that during the week actually to get ready for this one again. Um, I mean, I'd already seen it before, but I saw it again to to get ready for this. And that's a movie I feel like I can watch it again and again. And some film, some of the Marvel films, I, yeah. I feel like I have a lot. I was of thinking about that. I think it's probably the most watchable Marvel film there is. That uh, Infinity Wars. Yeah, yeah. This one though, I don't feel that way. Um, no, I don't either. Especially because part of it is it's a three hour film. It is a three hour film, but I don't feel there were as many. I don't know. I, I guess I just don't feel like I, I, there's there's much rewatchability. Yeah, especially because the first two acts are a lot slower and not as that much action in them. This one's a lot. more... Yeah, that's right. There's, there's not as much action. There's a lot more. You know, there's a lot more emotion in it. A lot more like personal and interpersonal drama going yeah, on. Yeah, that just sort of that sort of stuff is less rewatchable. Just yeah, by its nature. So I'd say that. But that's nothing against it though. I, th- I think it's a really really good film. I, I'd say. I'd say a near perfect ending to a really good yeah. Series. I would agree. Would Absolutely, like I don't know if I, I might go watch it again in theaters. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I I saw the first Avengers a few times in theaters, and I think that's the only Marvel film I've watched multiple times in theaters. Hmm. But this one, I think, maybe deserves it. I think I've seen. I think I've seen nearly all the Avengers movies twice. I saw Age of Ultron twice in theaters. I really like Age of Ultron. I'm a bit underrated that one. I didn't care for it. I haven't watched it in a few years, yeah. so maybe my feelings have changed to it. I don't know, because I feel like that might have been that might you know, because it's been like ten years. A lot of like your feelings about the films might have changed over time, especially because ten years is a long time for your taste to change, and these films have changed actually a lot, like franchise wise. So yeah, they have. So there you go, Damien. Yeah. Lots of superhero talk on this yeah. podcast. You want to do a bit more with uh, some Spider-Man talk? Yeah, well, this came out a little while ago, but I've been playing Spider-Man on PlayStation 4 recently. Yeah, that's um, Who's that developed by? Is that... Activision? It's, it's uh, Insomniac, I think, is, Insomniac. The, is the developer. Yeah, Activision have done Spider-Man games in the past. Yeah, sure. They might have published it. Maybe. I'm not sure. Because well, it is a, it's a PS4 exclusive. Yeah, now this is the start of a Marvel universe in, within games, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, I don't know what the next game is going to be. 
Um, but yeah, this is the start of their Marvel Universe. So this game starts... Spider-Man's already been Spider-Man for a little while. He's a bit of an older Spider-Man. That's right. He's, like, he's in late 20s or something like that, isn't he? Yeah, it says he's 23. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought he was older. I think it says he's 23. I'm that still is sure. fairly old in most Spider- compared to most Spider-Man things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like when the game starts, like the Rhino and the Vulture and the Scorpion, they're all in prison already. And... Um, you know, he's battled a few enemies and he's already kind of established himself. He mentioned Mysterio at one point. So he's been Spider-Man for a little while and, um, you know, he's sort of been around the block. But uh, Dr. Otto Octavius is his lab partner. So obviously Dr. Octopus yet. And that he's Dr. Octopus is the main villain of the game in the end. And, that's, and it sort of builds up to that. And it's a good Spider-Man story. Um, this is a spoiler, but, um, I mean, this game came out a little while ago. But um, another thing about it is that Miles Morales is in the in the game. Oh, okay. He plays a part in the story. Not a massive part in the story, but you do get to play as Miles Morales for a little bit. Um, and uh, I guess I won't spoil any more than that. But okay. yeah, he, he plays a part. Um, you can play as Mary Jane as well in a few different missions. And that actually gives it a really cool balance because the, the web swinging, which I think a lot of Spider-Man games sort of live and die by the web swinging. Yeah. The web swinging in it is awesome. It's really... Um, it feels really good um, swinging around all of New York. I've never been to New York before, but uh, it seems like a really detailed representation of New York. So uh, that that's really good. I love all the different costumes. The side missions are great. One one game, it's difficult not to compare it to this game, but it, it really takes a lot of ideas from Arkham Knight. Like okay, I had heard a bit of that, especially in terms of combat and whatnot. The combat's almost exactly the same. Um, and the just the, the way it runs is, is just it's the same it's it, they've taken a lot of ideas from it it's just a spider-man version of that game which is a good thing because that game's great and i think this one although it the gameplay wise it steals a lot from arkham knight the, the tone is definitely spider-man so it gets the, the spider-man tone and right okay. characters right so it, it feels like a different game um tonally but maybe not in, so much in gameplay uh, but it improves on the Batman one in a, in a few ways, and one of the main ways it improves is the uh, the side missions. The I found a lot of the side missions in Arkham Knight, in particular, are not so good. In fact, some of them are quite tedious and a little boring. Yeah, I actually forgot there is a there's a fair amount of them too. There's lots of them involving the Batmobile, and they're just oh, they're, one of them are bloody boring, and it just feels like a chore doing them. Whereas the Spider-Man ones, uh, most of them are actually quite easy, but they're a lot more fun. And there are these really cool ones uh, called uh, landmark tokens where basically all you have to do is go to a certain part of the city and take a photo and it'll either be something about New York or it'll have something to do with Spider-Man's past or um, there's a really good part uh, where he takes a photo of a, of a mural and it's, um, I think it's the area where Doctor Strange is. Oh, okay. And he doesn't, he says, hmm, so it seems like something strange is going on in there. I think I saw one of those two where it's about... Um daredevil where it's like his office building or whatever because he's a lawyer or whatever oh okay well that's the other thing this this movie is also marvel universe uh relevant so like the avengers building like the stark tower is so you can like go there you can go there okay that's pretty cool yeah and i think it's slightly taller than the empire state building as well okay so that's really fun the costumes are awesome um there's so many costumes that's the thing as well like by doing all of these little side missions they get you get little tokens for doing them so there's base tokens so that's where you take out a base full of baddies um there's also uh crime tokens so if you stop a a crime in progress you get a token 
and the landmark tokens and, and backpack tokens. You find all these different backpacks, like backpacks that Spider-Man Peter Parker has left around the city. Okay. <laughs> every single one of them contains something in it. And, uh, and Peter Parker has a little dialogue about, like, oh, this is my... And one of them is a little Spider-Man plush toy. And, and, <laughs> and he sort of he talks about how, like, it's really cool they made these, but it's annoying that I don't make any money out of it because, like, in order to sell like, oh, a copyright, I, <laughs> I have to give him my secret identity. Um, and just little things like that are cool. But, uh, yeah, uh, but by doing that, you can unlock new gadgets and you can also unlock new costumes. So there's a lot of incentive to actually finish the side missions. So I finished the main story, and I still have a lot of side missions to, to go through. So they're, they're not that hard, and um, and there's quite a good reward for doing them. So right now, I'm just burning through all of those, and I'm having a lot of fun. So, all right, that sounds, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, there's a lot of variety to the gameplay. It's just a good, fun game. I, it's nothing... I mean, again, if you've played the Arkham games, it's nothing... The gameplay's not new. And you know, but it's not the only game that's taken the its its combat away from the Arkham Knight game. So it's not alone in that. I yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Like if uh, yeah, I, I'd say if I was to rate it, I'd say it's a nine or ten out of ten. It's yeah, a really okay. really good game. Not too many flaws. All right. Yeah, that sounds a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't have a PS4, so I can't play. It. I've you know played it at a friend's house for a bit and that kind of stuff. And you know, the web slinging is the main thing I did, and that does feel really good to do yeah i found like you know some it's like kind of cliche but like all the reviews are saying like you really kind of feel like spider-man yeah you and do. i guess there is only the certainly the way you can really say that even if it does sound a bit repetitive yeah well i mean it's repetitive but it's true yeah. you do feel like spider-man when you're playing it so that's really cool uh one of my favorite costumes is the ben riley costume you know the whole clone saga in the spider-man no i don't oh it's, it's the costume you've probably seen it before it's mainly red but he's wearing like a, a blue hoodie with a spider oh, on yeah. it i really love that one and uh i like the spider-man 2099 one the the, the 2099 spider-man that was really cool that's the mainly blue yeah one with the kind of spikes on the cuffs yeah that is a cool one i do yeah, know that one but no symbiote spider-man costume well, that's Oddly. interesting i don't know what's going on there you'd think that would be one of the main ones yeah like straight away you'd want that but no i don't know why um and you can also swing around in the sam raimi film costume. oh i saw that that came out a while ago didn't it yeah, it DLC. yeah. It, yeah it did when i got the game it was just available straight away so okay yeah um, so that's really good. So I really recommend that game if you have a PS4. That's the only thing that's disappointing about it. It's exclusive to PS4. So yeah. if you don't have one, then unfortunately you can't play it. I got one for Christmas, just this last Christmas, as a surprise. So I didn't think I was going to be able to play it. That's why I got to it late. But yeah, really good game. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, uh, I, I saw an IGN article because Mortal Kombat 11's out now. That's right. I haven't got it yet. I'm going to get it. I've got an exam in about a month. So after that exam, I'm going to reward myself with Mortal Kombat 11. So I'll play it then. Um, but, I mean, at the moment, all the characters are out. Um, they, every, I mean, have you have you seen all, all the characters? Yeah, I have. I've been watching a fair bit of gameplay. But it looks really good. Yeah, it does. So I've been watching a fair bit of gameplay as well. So I, IGN ran a little video talking about um, five potential leaks for DLC characters coming in the future. There was some sort of code leaked through Mortal Kombat um, through NetherRealm Studios that had these names on it. So 
this probably isn't anything, but I just thought it would be a nice little discussion point. Okay, what was what was on the list? All right, well, of this list, there are four that I like and one that I don't like so much. So we'll go through them in random order. Okay. <laughs> uh, first one is uh, Shiva. Shiva as in? Shiva, the um, female... Uh, like Gore. Yeah, what are they called? What's that? Shokan. Shokan. Yeah. I, I thought she was already in the game. No, it hasn't been seen since the since Mortal Kombat 2011 or the reboot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the possi- first possible yeah, one? Yeah, first possible one. I think that'd be pretty cool. I like it when they bring back older characters. Yeah, and so, there's, a, there's a few missing older characters in this one, isn't there? Yeah. There's, um, um, well, there's always a few. Yeah, there's Ermac a wizard. Ermac and Melina's not in it, I don't think. Reptile's not in it. Yeah. Like, Although he, there's a little cameo that he makes um, in the crypt, because the crypt's really cool now. Um, oh, so they bring that. that what, was, what was the first game with the crypt in it? Uh, Deadly Alliance was I the think first so, game yeah. with the crypt. And it was literally just coffins, and you can unlock yeah. stuff with coins. And oh my god, that, there's so much rubbish in the crypt, though. It's like <laughs> photos of like the original artwork for Shang Tsung. Like, I don't care. Or, or like a picture of like the sound guy. Yeah, I think it was was it um, Armageddon where in the crypt like there's like that little monster running around and just like randomly jump scare you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, then they all like this, the crypt got a little bit better every time. Like uh, in the in Mortal Kombat 11. I oh, sorry in in 2000 Mortal Kombat 2011 the reboot or Mortal Kombat 9. It's done by a lot of things. Um, the the crypt was a little bit more interactive. Like you go to different areas and some of the that's right. Yeah. Um, and then the one in Mortal Kombat X was actually a first-person view. You could run around, and there were actually some enemies that could um, attack you, and you had to hit them and things oh, like wow. that. This one is a third-person adventure game. Well, it's not an adventure game, but it's a third-person run-around thing, and you're on Shang Tsung's island from the first Mortal Kombat. Okay. Yeah, so you see Reptile there at one point, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other things you see. So that's actually... I think that's really That cool. sounds pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Shang Tsung, he's the other one that was leaked as a potential DLC character. Okay. That makes sense because uh, he, well, he is in the crypt. You see, he's there. He appears yeah. to you as a character. So they have a model for him. Yeah, and apparently he's he he the likeness or he, they modelled his look on the Shang, the guy who played Shang Tsung in the in the movie. Okay, which is pretty cool because yeah. that guy looked the part. I mean, it was a pretty bad movie but he looked hot <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool I like Shang Tsung and he hasn't been seen since Mortal Kombat 2011 so both of those characters Shiva and Shang Tsung haven't been seen for a little while uh, makes sense to bring them back they're, I think they're pretty well liked yeah I mean Sh- Shang Tsung in particular Shiva maybe not never really been a very popular character but uh, I think people would appreciate it yeah I mean I like her of the female ones she's pretty good now this one I really didn't like very much and I hope it's not true but the Joker was another one Mm, I just yeah. don't really want to see the Joker having a fatality done to him. I feel like this. Oh, I love the Joker, but geez, he's overused. He really. Yeah. I mean, there was there was that Mortal Kombat super um, DC yeah, game a while ago. Supposed to be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it had it to be Joker getting um, like you know, having a fatality on him. They weren't very violent though. Yeah, I think the most violent one was like Greenlands, where he like makes like a ball around them and crushes them, but there's no blood. Yeah. But just the image of that's pretty disturbing. But that was as bad <laughs> as bad as it got. <laughs> yeah, I had no interest in that game. Um, yeah, so I'm happy that's not true. Uh, the other one is Terminator. That sounds okay. Yeah, um, 
I think as far as like pop culture ones go, I think Terminator fits fairly well. Yeah, it does. Well, you think about Mortal Kombat X and they had Jason and Alien and Predator and I think Leatherface. Yeah. So all these horror... I mean, Terminator's not a horror series, but uh, yeah, I could see that that, that would work. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I yeah. Then again, there is a lot of robots. Like, um, you see Frost's like, new design as a character. Like, she's like yeah, she's a, a robot, robot, and she's like, she like throws her head at people, that yeah, kind of thing. that's weird. Like, that's that cool. was, it was really unexpected for yeah. me. I was like, that's pretty cool. Because otherwise, she's just kind of like female Sub-Zero. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad they really kind of reinvented the character in that respect. Yeah, yeah, so am I. Um, she, she's pretty cool. And the last one here, I think, I'll save the best for last, um, is Spawn. Spawn, ooh. That would be really cool. That would be cool. And I think that would fit fairly well. It would fit very well, yeah. Um, Spawn has actually been in a fighting game before. Can you think which one? Oh, I want to say... Um, oh, what is it called? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur 2. Okay, I thought so. Uh, I knew he was one of those. Yeah, he was pretty cool in that. So, yeah, I think Spawn would be would fit really well in Mortal Kombat. I think so, too. Yeah. Especially because he's a pretty violent character. Yeah. So, I think... And you he know. comes from... I mean, if you've seen the... I, I haven't read any of the Spawn comics, but I've seen... Probably the best thing of Spawn that I've seen was the anime. and um, mm. Or the animated series. It's not really an anime. But um, it's done in the style of an anime. Right. So certainly, the animation is quite anime-like. And uh, that's basically a horror um, series, an offbeat horror. If there is such a thing, mm. so yeah, I really enjoy that. Yeah, I think I think he'd fit well in there. Um, yeah, I wonder who else they could. Add. I think they've pretty much added a lot of people. who would be your first kind of thought, like those horror movie villains. Yeah, and you probably wouldn't want to bring them back. Hmm. Who could they? Oh, I was thinking maybe. Okay, what what's some other really good horror? Villains that could. Um, Everyone says Ash from Evil Dead. Yeah, or uh, what about the Pinhead or whatever? I knew you were going to say that. Like, that's like... Have you seen um, Hellraiser? I did. They're not exactly slasher villains. Uh, Hellraiser is a very... Personally, I hated that film. It's it's also... They're not really fighters in it. What about Chucky? There's another Child's Play movie coming out. Why not bring out Chucky? I mean, it'd be kind of difficult... Because he'd be very small. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know how you get that to work well. No, you probably wouldn't get it to work well. You know they really should bring back is Mataro. Mataro, that's the... Um, very much, much centaur, neglected. The centaur. Yeah, the centaur. Yeah, he's in Mortal Kombat 9, and he just dies. Yeah, in the cutscene. <laughs> um, I see it's like, like rain like flies down into like the water, and then like two cutscenes, and he's like, Mataro's dead, and they yeah. his body there. <laughs> oh, poor Mataro. Yeah, they should bring him back. And... Kintaro. I like Kintaro. both of those guys. I love these big sub-boss guys. Kintaro I, is like Goro, but a cat, right? yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm guessing the sub-boss in this new Mortal Kombat is Shao Kahn? Oh, that makes sense, yeah. I guess he's not. Is. I guess he's not the main villain. No, he's not. Um, it's Cetrion? Is that her name? Cetrion. So- something like that. Yeah. She's like controls time I think well Ed Boone said she's the big she's been the big bad from the very beginning apparently so she's as big a bad as it gets mm, okay so that's kind of so cool. I mean Shao Kahn was only really the first was only the big bad for like the first game well no Shang Tsung was the first bad guy Shao Kahn was Shang Tsung's 
boss. That's right, yeah. And Shinnok is an elder god, so he was even a step above that. That's right. Then it gets Onaga, pretty confusing. Yeah. Then Onaga's the dragon king. I'm not even sure where that fits in all this. But that's the old timeline. <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. It's the lame timeline. Blaze was the bad guy in Armageddon. I don't... Oh yeah, I don't think they <laughs> forgot even, about. That. I don't think they even bothered to explain that. I, I think they're trying to forget. Yeah, that was the last midway one. Now in this new timeline, well, it's basically the same except we've skipped Onaga, the Dragon King, and just gone straight to Cetrion. Yeah. So, poor Dragon King. <laughs> yeah, he's done. Mm. I mean, you know, imagine you know your whole like you're the Dragon King. You think you're really cool and just forget about him. Yeah, they'll forget about him. Oh, he might come back at some stage. Maybe Quan Chi's not in this one. Really? Yeah, I thought he'd be a give, he'd be a shoo-in for it. Well, I mean, it's yeah, I guess like no one rest is, characters. I, get, every now I think and then. the only ones who are really a shoo-in are like Raiden, Scorpion, Sub Zero. Yeah, they're pretty much I think Johnny S- Cage, Sonya, and Johnny Cage. They've been in, and Liu Kang and Liu Kang. No, they're all Liu the main Kang. ones. They're in those everyone. are all the original ones. At least I thought Reptile was that sort of character too, but clearly not. Yeah, I would have thought too, but I guess not. Mm. I, was Reptile in the original one? I don't think he was. Or was he... Mortal Kombat. The first one. The very first one? Yeah, I don't think he no, was. Well, he, he wasn't, but he, he you could technically there play was, as that's him. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's happened with a few of them, especially because they had the whole... That's how Ermac came around as well. Uh, Ermac was an error, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, because he was just the default red kind yeah. of thing, because that's what the color usually was or whatever. Yeah. And then Noob Cybot was just the... That was just a shadow one, wasn't it? I yeah. Think they, that was, there was a lot of really and it's like, just, kind of lazy And it's just characters. the creator's names backwards. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. So they've brought... Um, yeah, they've brought him back, which is really good. Yeah. Well, sad there's no Ermac there. I like Ermac. I know, you're an Ermac fan. I don't know why I like Ermac so much. I think maybe just because he's red, and I like red. But hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, I just remember in Mortal Kombat Nihilus, he always had those cool kind of like teleporty moves where like he hits you with another it's kind of similar to noob cyborg actually yeah maybe that's why but i think i just had a better time playing him you know what doesn't make any i mean it doesn't really matter but what happened to cyber sub-zero because in this timeline yeah because that 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 was in mortal kombat 9 well in the original mortal kombat timeline smoke got turned into a a robot in this one it's uh sub-zero but then we get to mortal kombat x and he's just not a robot anymore I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know think what they to care. tell you. Um, they should bring Smoke back. I like Smoke. Yeah, Smoke is cool. Very underrated Smoke. Is that, they bring back Rain? Uh, no. No. Purple Rain. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people care for him too much. Yeah. Anyway, Damien, I think we'll wrap it up there. So, thanks, uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, we're on Twitter. Um, yeah, at the Movie Lab Pod. At Movie Lab Pod, and we're on Facebook, but we don't check that very often. No, we don't. So if you want to get in contact with us, well, Twitter. To be honest, I don't really check Twitter very often either. But True. Yeah. But if if it was, that's probably your best bet. I that think. is probably your best bet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Movie Lab. <laughs>